0: Here is a sermon message from Somerville Community Baptist Church. To hear more sermons like this, please visit ilabscbc.org. Well, good morning, church, and big welcome to you, all of our church family and friends of SCBC. also want to welcome all those who have just joined our online service for the first time. I pray that your spirit has been uplifted. Your spiritual eyes has been really open, and your spiritual ears has been really open to experience the presence of God and to be ready to listen to God's Word. I want to begin by telling you about the most recent spiritual discipline that I think has had more impact in my life than any other disciplines that I've ever had, Okay. And I want to give you a chance to actually consider joining me in this one very simple discipline, which I call it training your thoughts. Okay, training your thoughts. Actually, that is my sermon title, training your thoughts. Ever since this uh, outbreak of COVID-19, as a minister, I was pushing myself so hard and I was walking and guiding and providing the leadership on this unprecedented time and uncertain time and also unwanted time that nobody ever experienced before, it was a little difficult for me, you know? And as I was seeking God's guidance and His leadership and His spirit, this practice, this discipline has been extremely, extremely valuable, okay? Discipline your thoughts, or train your thoughts. You know, your thoughts are really important. Your thoughts matters. Your thoughts, what's in your mind, are the one who represents you, or identifies you, or drives you, or lead into your future. Your thoughts are really important. Even Buddha. Spiritual leaders said this, that I quote, what you think you become. In other words, who you become, what you think about. Your thoughts are extremely important. Then. You have to know how to train your thought because it depends on your thought, your life, your future, your relationship, your career. And of course, your spiritual life, relationship between God will be determined. That's how important it is. If you have a negative, selfish, critical, or simple thoughts, and that is how your life is going to be. That also represents who you are. But if you have a loving and caring, spirit-filled, God-merciful, Christ-centered thoughts in your mind, and that's, who, that's how you, how it represents you, and that's the place that you are going to be going that's your destiny that's why it's important to have a right thoughts in your mind that's why it is important to train your thoughts so that you can you, you can live your life in a place that God has in store for you do you know though, our thoughts are like a train okay one truth that we know about train when you get on it will surely take you somewhere else okay or some place so it's your responsibility, and also it's my responsibility to discern and find out right train. Cut, right? Because if you take a wrong train, what's going to happen? It will take you to wrong place. It is our responsibility to have a right decision and right discernment to get on the right train. Let me give you an example. I used to commute when I was, uh, when I was in college as a freshman. I used to commute from My parents' place, which is located in a small town called Suwon, South Korea. And I used to go to the school in Seoul, the northern part of Seoul, which takes about an hour and a half, one way. So three hours commute. That's a long time. So it's a big deal, especially if you want to take the first class, like 9 o'clock class. It's like a war and battle. You know, you have to set your alarm and get up 5.30, if not 6 o'clock, to take the bus first from, you know, my parents' home to get to Suwon train station. From there, you have to take the train to go to Seoul train station. From there, you have to take another uh, subway to take you to the station where uh, my college was located. One day, like the day of law of Murphy, you know, like the day that, Everything happens exactly opposite that you plan or you hope for. I got up I got up late because my island didn't go off. And I was just rushing myself and got to the bus stop. And bus has been also delayed because of the traffic. By the time that I got to Suwon Station, I only have like one minute left to go through the station and get onto the platform to find my train. So I was just rushing myself, you know, Finally got to the, the platform, and luckily there is a train. was just about to close the door, so I jump on that train. Like, oh my goodness, I made it. And soon after, I realized this train uh, was going exactly opposite way. This one should be going into the northern part to go to Seoul. But on the other end, this one has to going to the exactly other part, the southern part. That was actually the town called Chunan. So what happened was, I ended up, you know, getting off the next opposite station, which took me another forty minutes, and waited there another thirty minutes, and I got back where I was in Suwon train station, you know, and also got me another hour or so. So by the time that I got to my school, it was about lunch time. Class was over, so I had my great lunch, and then I came back home. <laughs> I did for. <laughs> I did everything for nothing. Why I'm sharing this. I'm telling you the importance of your discernment about your thought. What you are thinking in your mind. Because whatever like train you get on. You jump on your thought. And that thought is going to lead you to someplace else. So it is important for you to have a right thought and a right mind that is centered by our Lord Jesus Christ, that is also driven by the Holy Spirit. Our thoughts are also like the muscles, but the hardest muscle to work out. For those who've been working out, what is the hardest part of your body or muscle that you have to work so hard out? Well, I haven't really worked out for a long time. But when I was younger, my 20s, you know, I used to have really passion about, you know, working out, doing the venture press and then all different things to, you know, building up my muscle. One of the parts that I found extremely difficult was my abdominal part. You know, that time making six pack was like dream for all the men like in, 20, in their 20s. And I found myself it was extremely difficult to work it out. My abdominal part, the pain that I just couldn't bear. Okay? Likewise, you know, our thoughts are like this, the hardest and toughest one to work out in our spiritual muscles. You know, I've been born again for about 30 years and there would not be no other muscle than this one training my thought that I have to work it out every day. Every minute and every moment, training my thoughts that I have to arrest my thoughts and bring them into a captivity to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, so that I cannot, I don't have, to, so that I'll not be able to follow the patterns of this word, but being transformed to become a new version of me by renewing of my heart, my thoughts, and my mind in Christ. Jesus, let me just give you very important, very important main thoughts for today about training your mind. I hope that you'll be able to get this one, okay? This is a main and big thoughts. Our lives move into the direction of our strongest thoughts, okay? That's how important our thought is. Our lives move into the direction of our dominant thoughts it's how your life been moving your life is moving in the direction of your strong and dominant thoughts so if your thoughts are full of faith okay and if your thoughts are full of god's truth you are more likely if not most likely becoming christ every single day but if your thoughts are negative toxic Self-centered, simple, then I promise you you will not live in victory. Sorry to say, but that's the truth. I promise you, you will struggle in your every single action of your life. Why? Because your thoughts are far from God's truth. Get that? Our big thought for today is this. Our lives move into the direction of our strongest, our predominant or dominant thoughts in our life. That's why I feel compelled to share this, my spiritual training with you so that you'll be able to adapt and you'll be able to work it out with me together to train your mind, to shape your thoughts and also to mend your thinking. Today's scripture is taken from the book of Romans, chapter 8. Only two verses, verse 5 and 6. Romans, chapter 8, verse 5 and 6. If you have a Bible app or Bible, please open the Bible. After the book of Acts in the New Testament, you'll find the book of Romans, written by by Apostle Paul. Okay, Chapter 8, verse 5 and 6. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desire. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit, have their mind set on what the Spirit desire. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. Amen? Since it's just two verses, let me just read it again so that you can actually, you know, have this words in your mind. Okay, verse 5. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desired. On the other hand, those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desired. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is a life and peace. For this is the word of the Lord. This portion of the passage, Romans chapter 8 verses 5 and 6. These verses have significantly impact the way I think about the thoughts or thinking, okay? This is what Paul says. And he says, for those who are dominated by the simple nature, what do they think? They think about simple things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, what do they think about? They think about the things that Pleases the spirit of the Lord. So this is what Paul said. "Letting Letting your simple nature control your mind leads to death. On the other hand, letting the spirit control mind. That leads to life and peace. See that? Our lives are moving into the direction of our strongest thoughts. And strongest, you know, the thinking or the mind. In fact, let me ask this question. Is your mind have been, or is your thoughts having dominated by the simple, negative, critical thinking? Or would you say that your mind or your thoughts are controlled by the Spirit of God? Consistent with God honoring and consistent with Christ-directed thoughts. Let me just give you an example, On the other hand, let's say you get up in the morning you get up in the morning and you begins your day by thinking that God is with me. My life matters. I've got great calling. I'm a full of hope. I'm a full of faith. My mind is full of life and peace. And I got divine energy that I can tap into, do everything that God calls me to do. I'm excited about this day and today for I am going to make a difference for the glory of God. Does that represent something along the line of your thinking. Or you're like, in the morning, you walk up and thinking, oh gosh, another day. I'm tired. Where's my coffee? Who's this kind? Who's this kid pulling on me on the edge of my bed? Oh God, this is another week, another day. I have to go to my stupid work. I have to work with the stupid people. I don't know. I'm tired. I don't think I'll be able to do that. This all negative, critical, and this this, this kind of pessimistic thoughts are your mind right now. Does this represent, okay, something along the line of your thinking right now? You know, Romans 12 and verse 2, which is the verse that has been spoken to me for years and years, and I hope that it has. If not, it will do that so. This is what Paul says from Romans 12, verse 2. Many of you know this, right? Do not conform to the pattern of this word, but be transformed. He's not, or one is not transforming, right? Is a passive, being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then I will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good and pleasing, perfect will. In other words, Paul is saying, don't copy the behavior. You know, don't copy the thoughts of this word. But let God do what? Let God do transforming you and your life. Let God change you. Let God transform you into, not a better version, but a new version of you, new person by doing what? By changing the way you think. By changing the way you think. What I like about this passage, this portion of the Bible, is that it's not me. It's not me changing me. Get that? This is God changing me by renewing my mind, by renewing my thoughts, by renewing my heart, by stopping the negative lies, by replacing them with godly truth. This isn't me working to change me. This is me working to align my thoughts with God's thoughts. Amen? That's it. And that way, the God is going to make not a better version of you, but new person, new version of you by renewing of your thoughts, by training your thoughts, by disciplining your thoughts. That's what Paul is saying here. Okay? So let God change you into a new person by changing the way that you think, because like it or not, okay, so much of life It's not about what happened to you. Amen? So much of life is how you think about what happens to you. Get that? So much of our life is not about what happened to you and me. It is how you think about what happened to you and me. Okay? Let me say it again because this is really important. I hope that you'll be able to embrace the, the heart of this message as well. Okay? It's not about what happened to you. It's about how you deal. It's about how you think about what happens to you. So, for example, you know, really bad things happen to this person. And he's really falling apart, you know, and blaming to God, giving up on his life. On the other hand, the same bad things happen to this person. But this time, um, she is not giving up on her life. It's painful. She's bearing this very, very pain. But she comes to God in prayer and says, Lord, I know I'm dealing with a lot of pain. But I guess this is a great opportunity that I'll be able to come close to you, Lord. That I'll be able to experience your intimate presence. See that? It's not about what happened to you. It is about how you think what happened to you in your life. One of the examples that I have is one of our members of our church who recently tested positive with coronavirus. Her name is Noreen Jackson and her daughter. It was actually past Friday, not this past, but week before Friday, I got a phone call from her saying, Pastor, uh, I have been tested positive with this coronavirus. I was shocked. set in my heart. So I gave her the words of encouragement and also read the scripture and pray for her prayer of protection and healing over the phone. That's Friday. The next day was the first, you know, our Lenten Bible study series began. I didn't expect she was going to show up. I know it was on June, but still, right? She was having this little bit short breath and also a lot of dizziness and, you know, her headache. So I didn't expect that she was going to show up. And she showed up. Studied the word of God all together. feel like, really? You know, something that, you ha- that happened to you, that is serious. If it's not like you, a lot of the ordinary people, they'll probably just lying down, you know, drinking a lot of water, try to be careful, but not care much about attending the Bible study, attending the service. But Nareen was not like that. For her, what happened to her it did not really matter. What really mattered more and most important is how she dealt or how she thought about what happened to her. COVID-19 could be serious. It's deadly, right? It's very difficult for her. But she didn't really deal with what happened to her. Only the fact or incident as well. But she was able to embrace that very difficult time with her right process or right place, place of her thoughts. I'm going to ask you to continue to pray for her. And, you know, make a long story short, she attended my Tuesday night Bible study. And, and along the line, I remember having this brief conversation with her. Uh, she was telling me, Pastor, I've been really busy because of uh, my job as part of, you know, filing all the taxes. So I have been extremely busy, but in this time of season of Lent, I believe God was allowing me to rest myself, to really focus, shifting my focus from work to Him so that I'll be able to get to know Him more and better. Wouldn't that be better than this? I'm in my room, no one there to access my room. I'm by myself and God so I can get to know more about Him. What an amazing, amazing testimony. That's what happens. Someone not only focusing on what happened to him or her, but focusing how he or she deals with, or the Think about what happens to him or her. You see that? That is the power of our thought. That's why we have to train our thought. That's why we have to discipline our thoughts all the time. So during this season of Lent, you know, as I'm closing this, I want to just give you one practical way that you and I can do it together to train our thoughts to be able to really God allow God to make us the new version of us to allow us to see the same problem with a different perspective to allow us to embrace the same pain with a different perspective. Okay. I call it as training your and my mind discipline. You know, I'm going to give you the five statements, thought statement about who we are, what we have to believe as a Christian. Then the same way that I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you to put those each statement on, on each day, Monday through Friday. Okay, so whenever that you get up, let's say you get up at six o'clock a.m., you set the alarm. And schedule alarm on your calendar with this statement. Monday, Christ in me is more than enough. Amen? You put that line. Simple thought statement in line. Christ in me is more important. Uh, Christ in me is more than enough. Christ in me is more than enough. Because what you usually do when you get up for the first things that you do in the morning. A lot of you, if not most of you. You reach and then get the phone. Right? And check your Message, text message, or the email, Facebook message, or check the you know weather, or read the news, instead of you doing that. Okay, now you get up at six o'clock. You see this this amazing thought that you have to plant in your mind: the Christ in me is more than enough. As you wake up, you check on your screen of your phone and you see this message popped up. Christ in me is more than enough. And you just keep repeating. Christ in me is more than enough. Christ in me is more than enough. And as you keep repeating a few times, it will kind of lead you naturally into the time of prayer. Okay? Then you pray, Lord, may your spirit, may your, may your power be granting me so that I can live my life with this thought, Christ in me, that is in me is more than enough, and try to live your life on that day, Tuesday, the same thing, you set this alarm, okay, with this message, with this thought, my life belongs to God, my life belongs to God, the same way, you get up in the morning, you already set this alarm, the scheduler actually gave you this alert, was saying, that my life belongs to God, Get up in the morning, look at this phone. Instead of checking other Instagram or Facebook messages, you check on this message. My life belongs to God. My life belongs to God. Lord, my life belongs to God. That will lead you into the time of very short prayer. Lord, I know my life belongs to you, Lord. So whatever that I do, Lord, I can do for the glory of you, Lord. May your strength be granted me so I can do my job, my relationship with my kids. I can do anything for the glory of God. Try to live their life on that Tuesday. On Wednesday, many of you are I know going through this, some pain. You can put this line, this thought on your Wednesday in the morning. Scheduler alert. Pain is my friend. I rejoice in suffering because Christ suffered for me. Put it in. Get up and you see, Pain is my friend. I rejoice in suffering because Christ suffered for me. Pain is my friend. I rejoice in suffering because Christ suffered for me. Pray. Try to live life accordingly. Thursday, use this, I am called to make a difference in this word. Get up in the morning. You see this pop-up alert saying, I am called to make a difference in this word. Pray to God, Lord, may you strengthen me, provide me with wisdom so that I can, whatever I do, I can make an impact on my peer, on my colleague, on my families, on my neighbors. Like, I can make a difference in this word friday the last you know your thought process line or the statement i do not worry because god will always make a way for me amen and you just keep repeating in the morning as you see this pop-up alert from your phone that i'm not gonna worry because i know god will always make me way for me i'm not gonna worry because god will always make a way for me and then pray Anything that you're worrying, leaving that up to the Lord and asking God, Lord, you promised that you are going to make a way for me through this process, through these struggles. Lord, may I experience through your spirit today that your intimate touch, that you bring your way into my life and you leave accordingly. I promise you, if you do this, you know, the thought training process, or you're training your thoughts and training your mind, let's do that until the end Of this Lenten season. Monday through Friday. Using this five statement. Okay. And see how God is going to really work. In the midst of your life. How your life is going to be transformed. By the renewal of your thought. When you do that. I pray that the presence of God. The spirit of God. The power of God. And his amazing love and grace and mercy of God. Be upon you. And guiding your way as you gear your thoughts in your mind toward this amazing statement that God has given to us. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, may you continue to train our thoughts and our mind. And as we decide to practice day to day until the end of the season of Lent, based on this five statement, Lord, may you strengthen us and guide us May you really uphold our thoughts in our mind. May you continue to drive our thoughts in our mind so that we will be able to experience victory and day-to-day miracle as we proclaim and put our thoughts upon you, our mighty God. We pray all in our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, in our Savior's name. Amen.